This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You give me one shot here on a blue chip stock. Believe me, Kevin, the only problem you're going to have is that you didn't buy more. Nobody knows if the stock is going to go up, down, sideways, or in circles. What's going on, NBA draft fans? Your boy's back, Corey Tullaba, the Wolf of Ball Street, the NBA draft dude. And I am here today with a very special guest. We have City Sissoko of the G League Ignite with us today. City is going to be 19 years old on draft night. He is listed at six foot eight, 200 pounds, uh, averaging 11 points, three assists, and two and a half rebounds a game in the G League this year. City, how are you doing, man? Thank you for being here. Thank you, man. I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I'm I am well. Um, I'm excited to uh, chop it up with you and and break down some film. Um, are you excited? We got All Star Break coming up, and and you know you're going to be taking part in the the next up game with uh, the G League. So tell me about that, and and you know what you got going on there. Yeah, for sure. I think it's like a dream. Like every young guys, like every kids want to be in the All Star Weekend for sure. And I'm just excited to be there in Utah and play the Rising Star and play the G League also. So, yeah, I'm going to have a great week. So, yeah. Yeah. And um, I, I think, you know, for a lot of people, when, when they look at, you know, the G League Ignite path, it's an alternative pathway, which is, you know, now in, in year three. Um, what was it that drew you to the, the G League Ignite program? I mean, they, they got really like how's it work out as well like everything how's it work out how's they make the player getting better for example like green jalen green and everyone like dyson daniel like they make it to the next level and i just want to be like them and be in the league right now so yeah i'm just trying to be focused on what the coach said because he got he got dropped like people from last year like dyson daniel Bochamp, and rd so i'm just doing like what he's saying i hope i'm getting dropped for sure yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I think it's really cool. I think, you know, at somebody with your height and, uh, you know, some of the ball skills and stuff, I, I think that you could see a lot of a guy like Dyson Daniels in you and, and um, you know, especially what you do on the defensive end, which we'll, we'll get into in a little bit. But, um, you know, you are you were born in France. Um, so tell me, you know, what the basketball scene was like growing up in France, because I think in the States, you know, we might not think of it as this big thing, but, you know, you have Nick Batum and Tony Parker, and now you have you and Victor Wimbanyama, and, you know, it, it's really a, a thriving um, scene there. So what was that like growing up? I mean, I would say, like, some French people, like, we was, like, not scared, but, like, when we was watching the highlights from the American guy, we was, like, damn, they're crazy, like, because they show all, every time the good part of the highlights, and it was, like, we know, like in Europe, like no, it's not athletic like in the U.S. So, yeah, but we got a we got a great mindset, like great IQ for play basketball in Europe, in overseas, and 
yeah. So yeah, we just like run a lot of system in overseas and in American player like American play just one on one who's better and yeah, it's kind of funny. So yeah. <laughs> Did you have a uh, a favorite NBA team growing up? Uh, I had I had Miami when LeBron was in Miami. Yeah. And, and when LeBron joined Cleveland, I tried to. I, I like I was. I like Cleveland too. So I'm yeah. I'm not a fan of LeBron James, but like he was winning every time. So <laughs> so it's and, were, go ahead, go ahead, was was it just easier to 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 watch like LeBron games over there because you know when when you're winning or no it was hard. Uh yeah yeah like because right now like in Paris like I'm in Vegas but right now it's like maybe 11 a.m. Uh, 11 p.m. and it's like. You can watch basketball like because all we watch the game at four or three more at the, at the morning so now you can't even watch we, we was like watching the replay every time so yeah, yeah you had to you had to really go out of your way uh to do it yeah. um talk to me about you know some of the the differences actually playing in the G League, you know, against pros, you know, you had a good showing, at, you know, in some FIBA tournaments. But what was it like, you know, kind of jumping up in level of competition and, and dealing with, you know, one of the best leagues in the world? Um, I feel like we got, we got, we have to show more respect to the G League player because, like, almost like all, almost all the G League player can be in the league right now. Like, I saw, I, I just saw like three days ago, Paris Bass make 50 points in the G. And you have to do it for like 50 points in the G League. So, yeah. And, um, yeah, like, people, like, don't, like, if they think the G League, yeah, nobody defends, like, they got, like, a lot of space. But, yeah, it's, like, one of the hardest competition in the world for sure. And, yeah, just, like, and you have to respect everyone in the league. So, everyone can shoot, everyone can dribble. And, yeah. yeah. Um, well, right before we get into your film, um, I want to ask if – for somebody who's watching this for the first time and has never watched an Ignite game, how would you describe your game? My game, I, I would say, I would say um, some, uh, I would say some Spanish basketball, some pass, uh, some IQ for sure, and that some like you, you're gonna watch someone that you like. He will never give up like basketball game. You're gonna pay his life for sure. Like it was like his last game. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And I think for me watching you, one of the things that stands out the most, I mean, we, we mentioned it, you're 6'8", you know, you're 200 plus pounds. Do you know your wingspan? No. No, but you look like you got good length on that you use on both sides of the ball. And I think one of the things that stands out is your athleticism. And I, I think that this clip here um, does a good job of, of kind of showing uh, the type of athlete that you are. So, you know, you guys get the board. We get it to Scoot. He's pushing the pace. At what point do you know I'm taking this to the rack and I'm putting it down on someone's head? Yeah. I mean, I just, like, I, I like, the first time I see this, like, the space on the court, I, I didn't want to dunk. Like, I was, like, maybe, like, I don't know. Because the guy, like, uh, which one? Which one was the? Let's see. Let's, let's replay. The, because this guy from the Madness, like, he got, like, he blocked. I don't know if it was this one, but he, like, great defense like on there and i was like damn like, i have to go or yes or no and i said yeah. i was just like do it and if i can get to block like i try at least but no, that, I, that, that worked yeah because so. 
Because even if he goes up and contests it and, and you don't get that dunk, yeah. like you attacking that hard with that much space, with your athleticism and your big frame, like worst case, you're probably at least drawing a foul there, right? Like even yeah, if you draw sure. contact and, and you get to go to the line, um, I, I think that, you know, that is uh, a good way to, to generate points and um, your willingness to go out and, and make plays in transition is something that yeah. is, is really appealing to, I, I, is going to be appealing to teams, especially because you don't need somebody to create for you in these situations. Like you're so good at get, getting a rebound and, and taking it up yourself. Um, talk to me uh, about this play. Like at, at what point are you realizing? Like, I, I think that, that I, I could take this all the way. No one's stopping me. Um, this play, I know like college time, like I saw like college time in the eyes and he was like, is it if he was, he have to go or the, stop me at the trip line. And when I saw him, like he took a step back, like I just like go because I know like for me, like it's hard to stop me. Like when I took like the first step, I know it, like not not lot not of people can stop me on this on this first step. So I just try to do and get through the the both player and just that after this. Yeah, mm. yeah. I, I mean, I it's some really nifty like footwork and splitting the defense and just going through and getting after it with with two hands um i i think that you know being able to get out and play in transition and and thrive uh with pace you know that's something that i think that everybody in the nba is is really looking for and then one more uh clip here that i want to show that I, I feel like is a good indication of the the type of athlete that you are um, you know, here you're coming off the screen, you go through and, and, oh yeah, now we got a poster putting it on someone's yeah. head. So, so take me through this clip here. It's like almost the same, the same play, but on the right side, I know, like, I, I know he was going on there and he was going to the other side and he, like, so he mm -hmm. didn't get time to stop me. So and I know the um, the big man from uh, Santa Cruz like he's he's my eight so I just I just like keep like distance on me and him and I know if I was going up he was like behind me mm -hmm. and I just have to dunk and or lay the, the ball so I was like pretty far from him so I didn't hesitate too much on this one. Yeah and and uh, I I think that you know like again. You being able to get downhill with NBA spacing um, is just really impressive. Is there more or less space, um, you know, playing in, in the G League compared to playing overseas and, and how you grew up? Um, for sure, because, like, some big men overseas, like, they don't shoot. They just, like, some sit screen. And the other guys are, like, being the drop, like, just stay in the paint. So and the court is smaller, so all you have to jump over him or dunk on him to uh, to get a dunk. Like all you have to do a flutter. And so here, like here is good because you got a lot of space for. It's good, really good for me because you got a lot of space in the court, and the court is much bigger than overseas. So yeah. Was is like adjusting to the new dimensions? Is that something that took a while to adjust to, or were you able to kind of you know slide in and and get used to it real quick? Mm, yeah, I come here to like to adjust my my game, like to get like really like to play like an NBA player. 
hmm. because uh, because for some people like from overseas to pass in uh, in NBA that's hard because like the court is bigger and like the space the rules too like the three seconds in the paint and on offense and defense you know the same like in uh, overseas so yeah I'm just like here to practice in and how I can be how much better I can be for next year and yeah yeah for sure and. Uh, I, you know, the next aspect of the game that, you know, I kind of want to uh, talk about with you is, is your passing ability. And, um, you know, at your size, uh, were you always playing with the ball in your hand growing up? Um, I mean, where I was in Spain, I was playing the point. I was playing point guard, like, all the time. Because, like, I just grew up, like, two years ago. Like, one year ago, I was not – I was even – I was, like, maybe – 6-2 when I was in Spain. So I was like being every time point guard and yeah and and I know like I got the talent for the past like some some people can see can see everything on the court I can see everything on the court so I just like I need to keep improve this like because I'm not playing the point guard now. Mm-hmm. I still have the ball in the end and make some pass. So yeah. Yeah I I think this is a great a, a great pass. It seems simple, right? It's just like you know a little basic pick and roll but yeah. I mean, you're recognizing that they're switching here, right? And and you got to get the ball down to your big, who's who gets position. And you know, they don't. He doesn't finish this this play, but you know, that's the type of play that coaches want to see you make, right? Like they don't necessarily always want to see you dance with the ball because maybe you got a big when you got you know such a mismatch down low. So I think that that speaks to your IQ. Um, you know, do you watch a lot of film? Is it natural? Like, because um, I feel like you're a high feel player. Uh, I would say it's natural because, like, where I was in Spain, like, we was like really like with a lot of IQ basket and I recognize the mismatch every time you pick a, you play a pick and roll. And on this one, like on this video, like Mika, I know like for this one he means, but I know like it's hard to stop Mika in the paint. So I would just like up, uh, I like pass to him, and I know like he's gonna miss one maybe a game. And the second time I'm not gonna make it. I I got all the confidence on him, on him, and yeah, like just. Every time, because some players, like, when they play the pick and rolls, they don't want to switch. They just watch the big men and their, their, their play. So they think already about the crossover, but they have to watch everything on the court. So, yeah. Yeah, and, and this one I love because it looks like you're really fooling the big man with your eyes as you get downhill here. Um, so as we replay it, uh, you're coming off, and you, like, do a little mid-air air jump and he's got to kind of decide between two guys you have yeah. the, your your wing cutting on the right side and then the roller going to the hoop um talk to me about this play and you know making these like quick improvisational reads um this one the pass at the beginning was going to baba like baba Kasane, because he, he did a great cut and the and after i saw like the different the big men from birmingham just go on baba and here i just saw mika here and i know like I didn't watch Mika on this one, but I know like Mika roll every time, so I just know he's he gonna be there. So yeah, but I think if Baba didn't cut, we never this play would never happen. It would be a trouble or something else. So sure. yeah, and you know you, you do you kind of leave your feet right, so you get stuck. So if he yeah. doesn't cut, maybe um, you know that that puts you in a a, a tricky spot. But um, you know I think I want to talk about this play because. You know, you you pull up here, and I think that's an aspect of your game that um, you know NBA teams are going to want to see. But if if you had this one back, uh, what would you do on on this play? Um, 
I would say I can get downhill, but I would probably take the shot again. But I can do a further too. But I, I need to improve mm. on this middle, like mid distance shot for sure. Like, I think every point guard, if you Maybe. keep the, the ball to London or it's good, you're going to shoot for sure or you're going to do a further. Mm. But I need to be more aggressive on this one for sure. Yeah, I think um, there maybe if you take like one more dribble in. So if if you just get a little bit closer to the nail and you got Trevion there, it makes him come up and and meet you a little bit more. And then maybe yeah. you would have a drop off, or you get downhill, you put him in that cat and mouse position where now he's got to guard you, you know, and the roller. Um, and I, I think that this is kind of a good example of you doing that here, where you do take that extra step, the big's got to come up, and it leads to that little drop-off, right? So, you know, I, I think that I love that you do have this in your game and, and you got this this pick-and-roll craft, and, and I love that little hesitation that you play with. Um, is that something that, that you work on um, with the G League team? Um, no, but I know here in the G League, like, they switch. Sometimes they switch, like, every time on me or they get under – because like I know like I'm a, almost a big man of the team like I'm a, almost one of the tallest guys in the team and I know like when they got um like when they got like Leonard or FA on the pick and roll they sometimes they just switch at the end and so mm. the, the the small the small guy or the big guy on me he never he can come back from for for the dunk from FA so I just in this in this one is wide open because like I see FA right in the middle of the paint so. And he just, he did a great role, so yeah. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, and and I think this next one here is uh, a good example of the same kind of thing. Playing with pace, you get downhill, and and he commits to the roll, and this time you're able to take it in and and get to the hoop and finish with your left, which is something that I notice that you do a lot. Do you feel comfortable, you know, finishing with both hands like that? Um, yeah, for sure. Like I don't go lots of time with my left because, like, sometimes with my left, I just want to. I'm, I'm better for pass, but like I can finish for sure. But like this one, I was like really upset because on this game, I was just like really want to dunk on JF. I tried. Like <laughs> everyone in the G wants to dunk on, on JF when like there's an action like that. But like just like well, just, you didn't get the dunk, like, but but it's it, yeah. it's a great drive. Yeah, like just like you want to do one on one in the in the air. So like. You want to challenge JF if he, if he can block you every time or not? Like, 
for sure. And I think the <laughs> young, all the young, all, all the young guys from the G League right in my team, like, was coach I say like, when you got like someone like just try to put his elbow in the mouth or something like, I just do like, I just do what you say and just go hard in the rim and yeah, try to challenge every time the so, man. So, so kind of use your offhand to kind of push him off and and create separation so you have a cleaner look at the at the hoop. Yeah, definitely. Because like mm. I, I um you know forgive me flower but like I know like it's hard to push me there when I'm I got one step in the paint already so I just have to like to get my like my body set and everything and just go to yeah, the like, rim. So yeah. Yeah, right there was, you can see right you using that hand to shield. That's great. Yeah. I, I you mentioned um earlier that a lot of teams will have been going under on you. Is, is that kind of the next step to your pick and roll game that you need to improve on? Yeah, for sure. I think like I, I think now I know the problem what is like is like the first dribble like for shoots is too soft. So I know like in practice now when I like I do a tough a tough dribble. I cannot like getting in now. So just like I think the problem of the first part of the season was the my dribble was like really soft for shoot and you can shoot when like something soft. So I was not making like the under, but I take it next time. Yeah. But because you're capable of of hitting those shots. Um mm-hmm. and and this is this is a, a, a tough one that you hit here. Right? Like he's they're they're following you over here. A little step back. Mm. That's a tough um, shot. Yeah, I like. I, I really like to do the step back with my left hand. I think for me it's more easier. Easier. And I was doing this all time in overseas. So now, like, I get I, I lose a little bit of the the step back shot because like the the, um, the trip online is far than the overseas for sure. Now I'm getting back of this mm. step back. So, yeah. Did it, I mean, is is that an adjustment? Just the, I mean, it's a couple extra feet, right? Like, did did you, you know, did it take you a couple of uh, weeks to kind of get comfortable with the shot, or is that something that you, you know, in practice you kind of, you know, practice from distance anyway? Yeah, like sometimes I feel it. I feel like um, you have to use more your legs and everything for sure. That's really now, but like, yeah, the first part of the season was a little bit hard for me. But now I'm getting used to it. Mm. Just like you have to use all your body for shoot. So yeah, because before I was yeah. like just like in overseas, I was not using all my body to shoot because like the the trip online was closed. So yeah. Yeah, and um, I I mean I think that's one of the benefits of coming to the Ignite program, right? Like everything is geared towards helping you become the best NBA player that you could be and, you know, practicing and playing with that three point line is going to help you as you translate. Like there, there will be no adjustment next season when you're, you're playing in the league, right? You'll, yeah. you'll have that, that down. Um, yeah. And, and I think with your, with your shooting, you know, when you get to the league next year, I mean, look, you're playing off a couple of great, a bunch of great playmakers in, in the G league, right? You know, you got Scoot, Leonard Miller is a good passer, um, but you might be playing with Luca or or LeBron or somebody like that. So being able to play off the ball as well as on of it is going to be a big uh, aspect of your game. Um, and and you know I, I think the ability to to spot up, catch and shoot, 
that that's going to be big. Do you feel uh, comfortable playing off the ball? Yeah, definitely. Like to not like cuts, baseline cuts, some stuff like mm. this here for sure. Because I know, like, I know next year I'm not going to touch like the ball I touch in the right now in the G. Like, just have to be ready every time. Like, because like for example, if I play with Luca Doncic, you don't know where he's going to pass because like his pass yeah. like is like random. So yeah, I just be ready every time like john told me like when you got like spot up like john jenkins told me like when you're like your feet set just shoot mm -hmm. yeah and you mentioned uh you're cutting and you know scoot draws so much attention when he has the ball in his hands right um i love this play because you know you kind of see he's getting downhill and you just go you see a little opening yeah because like this play like birmingham they when they we play against Scoot, like when we got Scoot on the team, like they play five against him, like they they ten eyes on Scoot on defense, and like mm. just like you you like you saw like I see I was open, so and nobody can stop me like when I'm downhill. So because like yeah, when you have that much when you have that much space, you're yeah, they're not like, they're not getting a good contest on you. Yeah, and I, I would say too like because like in the triple line too like. When like Scoot is like this, like he, it's hard to stop Scoot too. Like when you got like the because like the there is one action here. Like he was he was dreaming from the strip online. He just did the dunk of the year already. So oh yeah, yeah. So I'll, yeah, he, he's a crazy athlete, huh? Yeah. So yeah, it's like or or Scoot go along to the basket or he just passed to me. It's like between two. Like it's like. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think that normally uh, a guy who, you know, is that, is as athletic as, as Scoot, you know, typically those young guys, it takes a little while before they kind of learn, like, the nuances of the game, right? And Scoot seems like he's such a high-field player. He already understands how to manipulate these guys without just using his, 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 uh, his athleticism. Like, he could play slow, too, and still get to his spots. Um Here's a, a, another, you know, great cut that, that you make and then get to the hoop. Uh, take me through this one. Mm. Yeah, so he was, yeah, he was watching, like, with the two eyes, like, uh, Coach Hart told me, like, when you got, like, like when you see, like, your, like, your eyes is in the back of the player, just cut because you're not, you're not yeah. seeing it. So. And when he, when he saw me. Yeah, he right, right like, here, he's. He's focused, right? He he lost sight of you. He's not playing yeah. with his back flat, right? He can't see yeah. his his man in the ball, so he he thinks he can, and then boop, right yeah. there, a nice little up and under, up and under. So you got the the athleticism, and then you got the the little finesse uh, layup package too. Mm. This, yeah, I don't know if it's Jabate on this one, or yeah, no, no, it was not Jabate. It was the other four men, I think. No, but like. Mm -hmm. Oh, like when when there's someone like playing the four or five and he's like my height, he's like I don't have doubt. Like I have to finish the layup, so yeah, I don't hesitate too much. All right, um, that was the offense. Now I want to run through your defense because I think you know one of the the biggest aspects of your game is that you're such a versatile defender because. You know, you like you said, you were 6'2 a couple of years ago. So you were used to guarding point guards. So you have the feet 
of somebody who's a lot smaller. But now you also have the size where you can guard a bunch of different positions. How many positions do you do you think that you can guard at the next level? I would say, I would say five, if uh, the five is a four man, because yeah. I know like sometimes like the basketball change is you put like the four as a five, as a pair with four guards. So yeah, I'm thinking I can go five, and sometimes can switch with the five like a really big man, like switch it like sometime for sure. Yeah, can, but you just off. wall up, use your length, get high, yeah. and, and yeah. body up, right? Um, I want you to take me through this play. This is a a, a guy in um, who's that Brandon Boston, who real shifty, right? And and you're just sticking to him like glue. Take take me through that. What it's like guarding you know these high level guys on an island like this. Um, I know like uh, Boston like really like to like do little size up and do step yeah. back because. Um, He's like almost my age, and I was watching like when I was like in overseas. I was watching his highlights, and before the game, I, I watched his highlights. And Coach Hart, uh, Co- uh, Coach Tiska told me like every time he's going like on ISO, he's for doing the step back. So I was every time ready to to go on the step back. But I know like some plays they they miss a lot of foul, but mm. not a foul for sure. But I think it. But you're anticipating this the whole time, right? Like you said, you watched yeah. him for that step back. So you're able to get a, a clean contest and, and force him into a really difficult shot. Even for a, a tough shot maker, that's, you know, that's really hard. You're in his space. You got active hands. You know, you're sticking with him. You're, you're, you're just shadowing him. And so mm. um, I, I think, you know, your, your defense, uh, your potential on that end is, is through the roof. Is there anybody who you're looking forward to guarding um, at the next level? I want uh, here on the, on the G or, or and in the NBA? Mm, I would say Kyrie for sure. Kyrie, <laughs> I mean, Kyrie for sure. Because it was my idol when I grew up. So, yeah, I just want to go and cry Kyrie because NBA, like, how you see from outside is not the same perspective when you're, from, when you're, when you're the, in the play. So, Mm. I just want to go out him like one time at least. <laughs> what do you like about his game? He is like he's finishing for sure. Size up like he can go to the left hand, right hand, do a reverse spin, shoot, fade away. He can do everything. Does this? Everything. Yeah, I like him. Yeah. yeah. High off the glass, spin. Yeah, both hands. Yeah. Like, yeah he's 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 crazy. Um, this is another really you know impressive defensive possession right here uh you know low clock 10 seconds he's sizing you up uh take me through through this clip mm, i know like i give up i was under the triple line but because i got long arms i know like if i was i don't need to be like on his body to to contest him in the shot so so here like i i, I try to make him like switch like I tried him to send him to the to the middle because I know Marcus was here, like here. Okay. But he's inside. He's with a he did a great uh, crossover. Uh, after just I uh, he tried to bump me and I was I was there, so I didn't move too much. So I was like, so um, I know he was going for the step back at the end, so fight away. So I just contest him and go back and offense. So so you could give him because you have such great length. 
you could give him a little bit of space. So if he drives, you're meeting him at the rim. And then because of your length, um, when he can't yeah. get by you, you could still contest even if, you know, he hits that little step back. Yeah, for sure. Because, like, if you want to go to – if if you want to, like, go to the layup, you have to really push me or or really put, like, all his body to me and or going to be an offensive foul or something like that. So, yeah. This one now, it's a little off-ball defense. Um, I, I think this is a really impressive play for a few reasons. I mean, one, you know, you get that monster block um, as the help, but I, when you're actually breaking down the defense, you're kind of understanding of positioning on the court as the help man, right? Like, you're the most important guy. You're the low man there. Uh, I think it's a really mature play not chasing – your man to that weak side corner. So, so take me through this play. Um, um, when you're the long, I think like in our team we got the rules. Like when you got the low man, just go on the other side and your teammate gets your back. So I know Marquis like that's he was like almost ready for taking my player already. So I'm just like just have to be confident on my teammate. What's he can what's he gonna do for me after just this? Because like. I just do extract express like I was just in the pain for Mojave because he, they didn't switch. So I was just here for helping. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So it, you have to have trust in your teammates because you rotate yeah. over and you know if you know at the next level, you know that that might not be a role, right? They might see you coming over and that they might actually whip that to the weak side corner. So you got to have trust in your teammates that they'll X out and then you can recover. Um, get into the hoop so i i love that play and and, and again like i mean you're six eight with a, a long wingspan and you can actually get up and and protect that rim you know you're averaging about a block a game this season um were you always kind of a a, a good shot blocker because you know uh, you said you were six two a couple a couple of years ago you know a lot of guards don't have that natural instinct to be a rim protector i mean in overseas last year like I was like every time blocking shot against some center, and because they don't expect you, they don't expect a guard like try to block in you, like they think like already oh, they make the basket and just you just come out like out of nowhere and just block the ball. And yeah, I had, like this overseas and I was using my athletic because in overseas there was not lot of people like athletic like me, so I was just use this every time. So. All right, I'm going to take you through uh, two more clips, and then you know I'll get you out of here. This last one, uh, or this next one, um, I love because of the hustle here. I mean, quick hands, and then you're diving on the floor, getting some, you know, scraping your knees up a little bit, uh, giving your opportunity for your team to to turn defense into offense. So, uh, have you always been a guy who's just willing to, you know, give up your body and, and get on the floor and make hustle plays? Definitely, I would say every time, just for, just for a win, and my my just like before I play a game, like my dad say like when I was small, my dad said like if you play this sport and you don't want to win, just like don't play basketball anymore, do something else. And I would just like <laughs> play until I die for win a game if you want. Yeah. So that came, you know, that that kind of effort that you learned that early from from your family yeah for sure 
for sure. Like my 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 I mean my dad was a professional player. He was just like me and he was a dog like in the court. He was like jumping for every ball and yeah, I just tried to be like him. <laughs> this. Um, do your dad having been a professional? Does that help you? Like the advice that he he's always kind of given you, like uh, on what it actually takes to to make it to the next level. Yeah, for sure. He helped me every time. I, I call him every day. It's just like he's an extra help for me, like because I know like it's good. Like it's good to have a father that already do did this job. Like he was already a basketball player. Yeah. Just, and I just have to listen to him, like as a father and as a coach too. So that's nice. That's pretty nice. And I got one my big yeah. brother too, a professional player. So I just listen to my family. So yeah. Yeah. So you, your family can hoop, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. This is the last one uh, that I want to take you through. Um, this was the game against uh, the Mets, and you just ripped that from Victor. You you, you hop in there. Um, what was it like playing in this game? This atmosphere. I, I mean, the amount of hype, and and then to go out there, and you know, you guys have the the showing that you did. Just take me through that that whole atmosphere of of that weekend. I would say it was like really my not my first game, but like my first game to the next level. I think yeah. And I mean, Victor, I played against him a lot of time in France. So when I saw him, I was like, for sure, he's really good right now. He's really good. He's, yeah, he's pretty I, good. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> but like for me, it was like I just remember like I I remember like. This game before the game, I was like just thinking like when I was playing him when I was 13 years old, 12 years old. So I was like every time, like almost like every two weeks we was playing against each other. So I was just like playing like it was like back in the day, you know. So that was so I mean, was that a like the coolest experience for you guys growing up together and then getting the play? on an you know in front of a national audience and in a game that was I mean, I think you guys probably took over basketball Twitter, you know, that, that night, like Instagram, like social media. I mean, everybody was talking about that game. And I think yeah. that when we look back, that's going to be such a huge um, part of like the G league ignites legacy is, is having that cross promotion game between, you know, so many important prospects. So uh, that must've been a really, really cool experience. Yeah. Because I think it's the first time like they do a, a game like this, I guess an overseas team and I guess a G league team. And it's really nice. And, it showed that overseas people can really play too, and G League people can play too. Like, because like in the overseas, like about the G League, they think like nobody play G League. Like, just is a thing about NBA. Just this. Mm. But I think in in NBA, like the same or G League, they don't think about overseas. But like, it's on the Euro League, for example. Like. Right. So it was it was good to show us like what the both country like what both continents can do. So yeah. Yeah, that was it was a. Uh... That was a really cool week for for the basketball world. Um, all right, so the last thing I want to have you do on this show, we usually do the segment where um, we we do this thing called "Sell Me This Pen," and we do a little like one minute pitch on the prospect. So I, I want you to to do a "Sell Me This Pen" on on City Sissoko. Tell if if I was you know an NBA team, sell me on, on City Sissoko, and why should a, a team you know take you next year? Yeah, All right, City Soko is a French guy that the last four years he went in Spain 
alone and and just playing basketball like for his family i think for his money and make like the make proud of the family he's a really nice guy funny guy too and just like the basketball and just have fun every time we play basketball and and just someone to yeah just want to i want to make my family proud what i can do and give give everything in the courts and outside the courts too for my family awesome uh city thank you so much for, for sitting down chopping it up um going through film uh, i i think that you know, if people weren't familiar with your game before, they definitely are now. And good luck um, with in Utah with the the next up game, and and good luck the rest of the way in your G League season, and and you know next year when when you make it to the league. I appreciate you doing this. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. it was really fun. Thank you. <laughs>